Well, hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today's process is this. You have an unlimited number of lives, almost. The restart. Sit back, relax. Let's go, shall we? So in today's segment, formerly known as the Daily Nugget, we're going to talk about chess. And if you're still listening and haven't turned off the podcast, uh, chess is an interesting sport, and I will call it a sport, uh, although there is almost zero athletic ability required. Uh, there is some endurance, some mental endurance, and if um, darts can be a sport, I believe that chess can be a sport. But whatever you want to call it, a hobby, a sport, a game, if you've ever played it competitively, uh, it is intense. Intense! So I've done all sorts of things in my life. I've competed in martial arts. I've played football. I've played basketball. Uh, I even did like a, like a triathlon. Um, and nothing has ever matched the intensity of playing chess competitively. It's literally like your entire being is poured into a chess game. And the reason why that's important is when I would play chess, and this was back in the day, like this was in high school. I was like a, a secret chess player. I, I, I was, nobody knew that I was on the chess team except for the four other people on the chess team and the four other people on the chess team, the only friends that they had were the other four people on the chess team. So uh, they weren't telling anybody. And so I kept my secret for like three years. And then in the fourth year it came out and it was embarrassing. They're like, Wade, you were ashamed to be on the chess, chess club? Yes, as a high school senior uh, in 1991, it was shameful to be on the chess club. But in any event, uh, the thing about chess is that there's three stages to the to the chess, uh, to the chess, yes, to a chess game. There's the opening, the middle game, and the end game. The opening is you have a kind of an opening strategy that you play, an opening gambit, if you will. My favorite gambit to play was the French defense when I was black. Uh, and as white, I just kind of played whatever I wanted to. I never really liked being white. I like playing the French defense. There's probably a psychological reason for that that I haven't explored. But whatever. And then in the middle game is the middle game where is where the, a lot of the creativity happens. This is where a lot of the, the sort of the, um, the shenanigans happen in the middle game. And I used to always like to win the chess game in the middle game. I love to chess to, to chess checkmate chessmate checkmate too much coffee today checkmate people with these sort of elaborate sacrifices or these elaborate traps. And I would just I would just let my mind kind of go crazy on those things because I hated the end game. I hated it because the end game is kind of like a math problem. The, the whole goal for most chess players in the middle game is to get up in material, meaning that you have more pieces than they do. So that when you get to the end game, you have one or two more pieces that are major pieces or one or two more pawns that, that you can then promote to a major piece and you can be victorious that way. And then it's kind of a math problem at the end. There's so few pieces on the board that there there is just a very sort of according to Hoyle way to do it. Right. So. The goal of the of the opening is to uh, of the beginning of the game. The opening is to put yourself in a good position for the middle game, where you go up in material, and then then you can exploit that and win in the end game. Okay, but the end game was kind of boring because it's kind of like a math problem. It just it, it, there just was a specific way to do it, depending upon what pieces you had left and how you wanted to promote your pawn, and it you know you had to learn it. And I just never took the time to learn it. I was too lazy. I was just too lazy in high school, and I didn't understand that there was another part another part to chess, which is the end game that was required to be a good chess player. It's like a five-tool player in baseball. Like, if you want to be uh, amazing at it, you got to be good at everything, right? And so in chess, you got to be good at the end game. But I was just too lazy. I mean, I would spend hours 
memorizing the French Gambit and the different things. It just it just appealed to me. And then, you know, in the middle game, I would love to do, like I said, these creative sacrifices and traps and all that. I just I just love it. And, you know, my and I think the reason is, is because I'm not in the big five personality. I'm not my I have a very low conscientiousness. And so I, I don't have really good attention to detail. And I, and I have, I'm, a, I'm a very creative person and I'm open. So that just sort of is in my wheelhouse. And so. And the, the topic of, that we're going to talk about today of, of you know, doing avatars and, and iterating them out is, is why it's a skill that can be learned. And in chess, that's what you would do. Like you would say, all right, well, if I do this and he'll do this and I'll do this and he'll do this and that, you've got to learn the skill of planning three or four moves forward. But if you're going to do some elaborate sacrifice or game, you have to be able to go three or four moves forward in three or four different iterations uh, in three or four different gambits. So it would really, like my mental game time, because you're on a clock, I would spend a long time and people would always get befuddled by that because I'd just be sitting there in the middle game and I would just like literally for like 20 minutes on a move because I was planning everything out and then um, I would then exercise my gambit and it would work and I would be in a position and everyone would be like, that's amazing, I didn't even see that coming or I would, it wouldn't work because it's really effing complicated to try to do that. And, and, uh, and there were times it didn't work. And so uh, the thing about, but I just loved it about chess, but, but learning that now, if I was running myself through the process, you know, I would show, I would show myself sort of the utility at least of being good at the end game. Because then, you know, when I would play people that were substantially better than me, I would, I would always lose because they, you know, the, the shenanigans, they always could figure a way out of my shenanigans. So, so that's sort of like a, a, a thing about chess is that, and, and in the action item for today, we're going to talk a little bit about is I want you to go learn how to play chess, man. If you want to learn how to iterate games out, you don't have to go play competitively, but if you can just learn the basic rules of chess and you can learn and play on a computer and play against a computer or play against everyone, it will start to teach you the process of, of planning out multiple moves in multiple directions. Because at the end of the day, when you're thinking about actions to take and the reactions to those actions, it is analogous to a chess game. And now the life is like way too complicated uh, to be able to, to plan it out, you know, totally in advance and see all the moves. That's why you need the process to do that. But in the short term, when you're trying to figure stuff out, chess can do, do that for you. So that's the segment formerly known as the Daily Nuggets. You learned a little bit about my chess my chess abilities back in the day. And let's move on to the restart of how we're going to do this. You have an unlimited number of lives almost. And, and I've kind of already started with it a little bit is, is you've got to think about it as a chess game, right? And you've got to think about it as, all right, so I'm in this position right now. And step number one is you've got to know where you actually are at. See, when you start a chess game, you, you start in the same position every single time. You got, you got the, you know, everyone starts in the beginnings. The, the pieces all start in the beginning phases. Everybody starts in the same spot. And then you begin the chess game. You've got to know where you're at right now and able to be able to iterate out what's going to happen. Because if you are unclear of areas of your life, then it's going to cause you problems. So, for example, let's talk about your, your connections. Let's say that you are married and you think of your marriage as seasons and you think that your marriage is in a spring. You're like, oh, we're, we're doing great. We're, we're growing together. We're on the same page for everything. We're just going to expand from here. And your spouse thinks that you're in a winter. You've got a problem because you don't know where you are. So step number one in getting good at this is you've got to be crystal clear on whatever area of life that you're in. If it's in your career, your creations, or your connections, 
it doesn't really matter what area of life. You've got to be crystal clear on what your starting point is. Because if you don't know where your starting point is, then when you're trying to iterate out these games, you're, you're, you're iterating out these avatars. It's, it's a total, it's a fantasy. You're, it's, it's because you're not having, you don't have enough factors. Now, can you know all of the factors perfectly? No. Will some of your choices be wrong because you have an assessment issue? Yes. But one thing about tracking metrics and one thing about being crystal clear where you are is that you will start to learn. It's like, oh, I suck at assessment. I'll give you another example. This is a, this is because I try to use examples for myself, but because you know people, at least it's a it, you can know that I do this. My you know I practice things myself. There's this event called Kokoro, right, which is uh, run by Mark Devine. It's it's a part of the Seal Tip program, and basically what they do is they have you go work out for 70 hours, right? It's like it's like buds for seals. It's like Hell Week for for seals, okay? And so you can go do it. You can pay them to punch you in the face, and and you can go try to complete this as part of a a, a body challenge, right? And so for me. You know, my, when I was setting targets for my body originally, I was like, I'm going to go do this. Okay. So I was like, great. So then, and, but I was not crystal clear where my, where my body was in terms of, you know, I have a knee issue that I'm, I'm trying to fix. My back is all tweaky, like, and I'm just not in cardio shape. And, and in, ter- in terms of as an endurance athlete, I've never been an endurance athlete ever. Like I like to do a 5k, I'll push some weights around. You want to get in a ring and fight me. That's great. You want to play some basketball. Great. Whatever. Uh, but I'm not, I, 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 did not appeal to do the Ironman for me. Like when I did a, a triathlon, I just did a sprint. So like I have zero endurance athlete skills developed or mindset developed. And, and the only way that I found that out was, I was like, okay, I started to track my exercise and the time and, and sort of like endurance and all that. And then I realized I was like, man, I was, I, where I'm at right now in terms of my, my, my mental strength for endurance athletics is way below where I thought I was. And I had a really bad assessment because if I want to go do Kokoro, then I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to engage so much more of my life in that process that I'm willing to do for my body target. Right. So, but, but, and I had, but I just did not have a good assessment of where I was so I could pick that target and be like, Oh, I'm going to go do that. And it could seem like it was a good idea that could fit in with the rest of my targets, the rest of my goals. And, uh, but I learned it because I was, I was metrically tracking it. So even if you're going to pick an iteration for yourself or a life for yourself or create an avatar, that's going to go do something and you pick something that's bad, as long as you're tracking metrics, you'll, you'll figure it out. But if, you know, but those, those two things go hand in those, those three things go hand in hand. You have to know where you are as best you can for an assessment. You have to pick a target and then you have to track your progress towards that target. And those three things together will then allow you to know if you're on track or off track, and then you'll get better at iterating out and creating avatars and, and, and picking better things for yourself strategically. And then that's when your life starts to compress and the process gets better and better and better, and you can start leveraging yourself and you can start leveraging the process better. When you first start it, you're going to suck because you've never done it before. When I first started playing chess, I was terrible at it. Like, And I, I couldn't even get out of the opening because I made all these op- you know fatal errors in the opening because I didn't understand opening structure. So I really loved the, the creative part of the middle game, but I forced myself to get good at the opening because that's the only way I could ever get to the middle game. And then I didn't really care what happened after the middle game. After if my shenanigans didn't work, I didn't care about the end game, right? Because I so enjoyed, I so enjoyed the middle game, right? Where you had so many different factors and just the, I, I love that people the middle game because it just was the most opportunities for creativity there. And that's why I loved it. But I had to learn how to do the opening. I had to learn how to do 
uh, even the middle game itself before I could start to play where I wanted to play. And winning wasn't as important to me as the creativity of the middle. So, I mean, I was a really good chess player, but I was never elite elite because I never cared about being elite. I just cared about all the shenanigans in the, in the middle. So, um, that's one, you know, and you may figure that out. And th- and through that process, then you'll be like, okay, well, I can, I can play chess for fun. I can compete if I want, but I'm never going to rise above this level as a chess player simply because I don't really care about the winning part of it as much as I care about, you know, it's more important to me to be able to be creative in the middle game, which will lose me games than it is for me to win in chess. And so if that's true, then that's revealed to you as, well, then I'm not going to be an elite chess player. and I'm okay with that because this is what I want to get from chess. And that's, that's the beautiful part of those when those three things work together. When, when your assessment of where you are, when your, your, your target that you've picked of or iterated games is, is picked, and then you go through the, you know, the, the process itself then those things are revealed to you, but those things are not, those things are not revealed to you unless you have a target that you've picked. You've, you've iterated out the best direction, the best game, the best action that you can through the, you know, the multiple avatar life strategy. And then you have an assessment of where you actually are. And when those three things come together, then you can answer life's questions for yourself. Not for me. Like uh, lots of people would have been like, you should go be in a, you should go try to be a better chess player. It's like, you're really good at it. And like, maybe you could become a grandmaster at it. I don't know. Maybe I could, but I, I never, that never was a goal for me. So uh, I, you know, and if I was to do an, a, an accurate assessment of where I was, I'd be like, yeah, your end game sucks. Like that's, that's the assessment of where I was. Uh, but I didn't really ever care because the only thing that was important to me was doing crazy shenanigans in the middle game. So, so those, you know, for the restart, for the, the avatar part of it is that those are the three things that you got to get good at. You got to get good at assessment where you are. You've got to get good at being able to do iterations out of actions into the future and you got to pick targets like you've got to pick goals that you want so those three things together put with the process you know put together with the process of the reframe the restart and the review you know and then you you're picking your you've got your targets with your universe and your sandboxes and then your three missions you can accomplish anything and you will learn and i trust me where you're going to end up in this process is very different from where you're going to begin but you've got to pick somewhere to start and if you if you sort of master these skills before you even you know you know that these skills need to be mastered before you start you will save yourself possibly decades of time i mean i donated 20 years i donated let's say 15 years i donated 15 years of my time of just throwing you know throwing things against the wall to see what was going to stick with my life because i didn't understand the idea of setting targets i didn't understand the idea of iterating out avatars and i didn't understand the idea of assessments so that when I would try to accomplish things, I would just, you know, I would like pick Kakuro and then I would be like, oh, I'll just go do that. And then there'd be all this carnage. I would accomplish it, but I would accomplish all, there would be all this carnage in accomplishing it. And then once I accomplished it, I'd be like, well, I didn't give you what I wanted. You know, it'd be like me just, just deciding out of the blue, like I'm going to be a grandmaster chess player. Like, no, like that's not what I wanted from chess. I wanted to just play games to where I was in the middle game. I could just do creative, crazy shit and then enjoy the look on people's face when it worked. And then, um, and then also kind of enjoy the looks on their face when it didn't work. They're like, and they look at me like I'm a crazy person because I was in chess. So, so that's why these, these things are critically important. Like I've stepped in all these minefields for you so that you don't have to step on them. And that's what leadership is. It's not, it's not that I'm super smart compared to you, or it's not that I, I, you know, I have it all figured out. I don't, 
but the issue is that I know enough from stepping on these minefields to be minefields to know that you have to have a process, and part of that process is the understanding of iterating out these avatars to these endless amount of lives that you have, except for one minus one, uh, that you do have an unlimited amount of lives, both both for the past, the present, and then even into the future that need to be dealt with. So that is the process for today. And remember, there is no end if you stay on the path.